Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and we've got a special guest joining us tonight. I'm so excited to have this beautiful vessel of honor with us tonight. A few weeks ago, I had the pleasure of meeting Dana Rapetti, and she is just a wonderful, mighty woman of the Lord. And Dana has a gift for helping women, um, really all people, but women in particular, to move forward into their destinies. And that is going to be the topic tonight. Dana has been in the ministry for over 40 years, and she presently leads an intercessory group at her church in Pennsylvania. But I met this woman, uh, gosh, about three or four weeks ago, and I just had to have her on the broadcast. I believe that this broadcast is going to bless your socks off tonight. So get ready. And Dana, um, I just, okay, I just want to make sure that I cover everything. Again, Dana has a gift for helping women to move into their destiny. She is prophetic. She she speaks according to God's word, but whatever God puts on her heart, that is what she speaks into the lives of women. And she just caught my attention from the gate. She's also, Dana Rapetti, she's also the author of the brand new book called Being Immersed in the Father's Love. So Dana, and we'll talk about that more in a little bit, but Dana, thank you so much for being with us on the broadcast tonight. It's an honor to have you with us. Thank you, Lisa. I'm so excited. I just love you. I love your spirit. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. Oh, yay. Well, tonight's interview is going to be just amazing. You are such a blessing to everyone that knows you. And tonight will be no exception. And I know that our viewers are just, they're going to fall in love with you. So Dana, I love our topic tonight about moving forward, how to move forward into your destiny. And the Lord gave this title, and I believe it's just, it's its exactly on point with how you minister to people and to women. So before we dive in, I want to ask you to just share a little bit of your background as to how you uh, came to know the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, how he became your savior, how old were you, and just how did it happen? Well, Lisa, I was 12 years old when I gave my heart to the Lord. I grew up in a home that was pretty dysfunctional, um, mm. a lot of anger, a lot of negativity. My mom was an alcoholic, um, mm. she was suicidal. She was depressed. Um, I gave her a witch for her birthday and told her, this is what you are to me. And she hung it up and said, Wait, I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You gave her a what? A little witch on a keychain, and I said, "This is who you are to me." I mean, it was it was a ugly time. She was dabbling in the occult. Mm. There was a lot of demon activity in our house, mm. and one day she was deciding to um, commit suicide. But she ran into a cousin of ours that just moved in the area, and she invited her over for a cup of coffee, and that would forever change our whole family's life. She witnessed to her. My mother thought she was nuts. And but she said, you know, just give him a try, Marge. And she did. And she said, Jesus, come in my heart. And I, I confess my sins. And that night, 
As soon as she asked that, a hand went over her mouth, suffocating her. She was being delivered. Wow. And all she heard in her mind was, say, Jesus is Lord, say, Jesus is Lord. And at the end of the struggle, she saw a vision in her mind's eye of Jesus at the end of her bed saying, come to me, you're my child. And she threw out every ounce of alcohol. We had a full stock bar. My father thought she lost her mind. She went knocking at her cousin's door and saying, what did you do to me? And they began having Bible studies and went to church. The church and these people were so full of love, peace, and joy. And I just wanted what they had. So I begged my mother to let me go to the altar. It was back in like 1974 in the Jesus movement. And I went. My father was checking it out because he thought we lost our mind. I got filled immediately with the Holy Spirit. He went to grab me away from the altar and he fell down three times. Wow. He could not touch me. And and he gave his heart to the Lord because there was nobody around. So that was how we came to know the Lord. So did your father start walking in God's he ways? That night because he was a fighter. So he said, God had to knock him down. <laughs> and there was nobody around to, you know. So. He said he was a fighter and God had to knock him down. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Dana, that is so beautiful. So you gave your heart to the Lord at 12 years old. That's beautiful. Now, Dana, one of the things that really I noticed about you from the just from the start is your passion. You are so passionate and so full of love for people. I mean, people hear you, they they can see that, you know. You're you're not you're not only passionate, but you're genuine, you're humble, you're straightforward, and you just ooze love. And I thought, I have got to have her on the broadcast. You're you're just awesome. So you've got a real passion to help all people and women in particular to realize how much God loves them. So I need to ask you, were you always this passionate after you gave your heart to Christ or did this come with maturity? Did you have some struggles along the way? Talk to us. Well, I always had a nurturing heart as a little girl, but God put that heart in me. You know, that doesn't come naturally. That comes from as a gift from the Lord. Yeah. And um, but I walked through so many struggles, Lisa. This it, they're so hard to diverse which one. But um, I will share two struggles. Um, early on, when I moved to Pennsylvania, I didn't know anybody, and I became friends with this woman. And we were close friends for eleven years. We did life together. We were like sisters. And um, she went away to Florida to help a family member. And when she got back, she said, she called me and she said, Dana, I have to be honest with you. I have just been being gracious to you and you've been nothing but an obligation. And I have to finally be truthful with you and I cannot be friends with you no longer. And I was so devastated. I felt like someone ripped my heart out of my chest and squashed it all over the ground. I stayed up for three nights and three days, didn't eat. I, 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 as much as I loved her is as much as I hated her. Like this hate just filled my heart. How and old were you at that time, Dana? I would say I was, it was probably my early thirties. Whoa. Probably my early thirties. So I just, held on to the horns of the altar. And I said, God, I'm not leaving this place till you make my heart right because I can't hide what I'm feeling from you. I had every emotion. And then God started counseling me about her. 
and telling me things about her. Mm -hmm. And after he did that, he said to me, now, Dana, you have an option. He said, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. So what are you going to choose? Now I could work with her because she is being honest with you. So what do you choose? Mm. And I said, but Lord, 11 years. I was lied to 11 years. I was like devastated. And he said, he goes, but if I did it last year, you wouldn't have been able to handle it like this year. And you may have walked away from me had I done it sooner. So now we can handle this together. Mm -hmm. And when she came to me, I said, you know, thank you for being honest. And she said, you're such a gracious woman. And we've run into each other. She calls me for prayer. She'll take me for prayer. And that's the love of God. So, so you she's a born again Christian. She's oh, working yes. with the Lord. Yes. yes. But she was finally being honest with herself. And there were things God had to get at. And you could either be right or you can be Christ-like. You know what I love about you, though, Dana, is you had the understanding. God gave you the wisdom and the understanding. What did Jesus say on the cross? Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Right. And he gave you this love, this this even though you were so hurt. And listen, right. so many people are even viewers watching right now. They've been through stuff like this. Maybe not the exact same situation. But yeah. you know who you are, that you have felt betrayed and you have a choice, just like Dana, you know, that what, what was the, what did God say to you? You can either this or that. What did he say to you? You can either be. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. So what's the choice? You could be right or you could love. Because and really, it's like you could be right or you could be reconciled, right? You could be. Wow, so good. Yeah. So good. So Dana, okay, because we're talking about stepping into your destiny and your purpose. And I know you had another story to share. I don't know. Um, well, I'm, I didn't know if we were okay with time. So I, um, well, share it quickly because I think the viewers would okay. like. Just on my end, my daughter was in a, a almost fatal car accident and I went numb for a year where I wasn't praying. I wasn't reading. I was going through the motions. He never left me. But I didn't, you know, when you measure yourself by what you do, I was at that point in my walk, in my journey with God, we go through all these different stages. And so after a year of being numb and just going numb, uh, he said, Dana, come with me. I want to talk to you. And I was afraid to go there because I knew I haven't been talking to you. And, and I, I just want to talk to you. Oh, I'm hearing an echo. I hope it's, I hope it's okay. Um, but when you say God talked to me, because a lot of people, they don't really you know, it's like, well, how did God talk to you? So you just felt that strong impression. Is that right to say that you just knew you needed to get alone with God? Like, because I know when God's speaking to me too, it's, just, you know, okay. So it kind of sounds like your own voice, but you know how you think and you know how you don't think. So if it's not how I don't think, I know it's the Lord speaking to me because I wouldn't, Amen. I wouldn't normally think like that. So I call that the Lord voice because that's not how Dana thinks. Right. So he pulled me away with himself. And I said, Lord, I don't know what you want to say. I know I haven't talked to you. And I just, I'm just very, as I'm real with you, I'm real like that in my prayer time too. It's like, hide anything. So he said, Dana, not even a lie you could believe about me will ever separate you from the love that I have for you. And I just began to feel again. And when you learn how to receive God's love, you can't pour out what you haven't received. So true. 
So, and, and there was a time where I didn't even know how to love God. He said, you love me because you're not going to hell, but you don't love me. Mm. And I realized I don't even know how to love you, Lord. He wow. said, ask me to show you. You have not because you ask not. Ask me. And that's when I just began falling in love with God. Mm. You know, ask him for what you don't have. It's so good. And I take it your daughter is fine today. <laughs> she is. She's doing wonderful. She still has some brain trauma that, of, of um, short-term memory loss, but she's doing awesome. And that's a whole long story, but God did miraculous things in that time. Miraculous. Speak life to her because he is the creator of everything. Yes. So he yep. can shoot that yeah. out too, right? Amen. So Dana, when you step into your purpose, when you do, or even if you, it's not your full, you know, listen, even your purpose, people think my destiny, my purpose, it's still step by step, right? Yeah. We know that. You take one step, God gives you the next step. He's not going to show you everything all at once. He may show you a glimpse of the end result, but he's going to show you steps. So when you step, take a step, right? Yeah into your purpose, into what you feel that God's calling you to do or leading you to do something, there is acceleration attached to that. And I think that a perfect example of that is your brand new book called Being Immersed in the Father's Love. And it's beautiful. And so, Dana, tell us what is the book about? And then we're going to get into um, more about your purpose and what we were just talking about. But what is the book about? It is a personalized devotional of the promises of God. We're his children and he is so faithful and it, it personalizes to you. You put your name, you insert your name. So many times we read the word of God and we read it like it happened in the future or it's for somebody else or maybe God has favorites and we're not looking at it for us. So it inserts you right into your inheritance, into your purpose. And I share a lot of testimony in there and a lot of trials and a lot of struggles. But when I wrote that book, when I was going through such a severe trial, I promised God, I will declare the goodness of God in the land of the living. And this is such a tool from God. He wrote it. It's his wow. it well, was his yeah, that brings me to my next question was, what is it that actually inspired you to write the book and how was the book actually birthed? Yes. Um, well, I, when, when I was in my car accident, again, the Lord spoke to me. He was telling me I was going to uh, work two, two and a half years and then no more. And then I needed to be available and that I'd be speaking and writing. And I laughed and I go into that in the book. But um, I was asked to speak at a woman's conference and I was seeking the heart of God. And all he gave me was scriptures. And he said, trust my Holy Spirit to speak through you. And I began to speak. And after I spoke, about three women came up to me and said, this needs to be a devotional. And they were confirming what God spoke to me while I was convalescing in my car accident. So that's how it was birthed. Wow. That's, yeah, that's pretty amazing. So when, I mean, how soon after, I mean, did you start writing it right away? Like after the car accident? Like what? Tell right us. Right after that conference, I came home and I wrote like three weeks straight. And that's how the book was So birthed. you felt that God told you to do something. You yeah. received confirmation from a few people. And you, you were just like, this is the time I need to go and just do it. I needed to be obedient. Amen. So how can, how can those watching right now 
who, you know, how can they feel confident about stepping into something that maybe they feel God is calling them or leading them to do? Yeah, I, I was thinking about this and I, ha- I want to share a testimony that impacted my life that I keep so close to me. It happened in 1990 from a 72-year-old mm-hmm. uh, woman. And she gave a testimony and she, she said, step out and do the crazy. God may ask you to do crazy things. And she was 72 and she's telling us, and she gave us this testimony and she said, I was asked to bake a loaf of bread and leave it on the side of my house. And I thought, this is nuts. And I felt the Lord impressed me to do this. And I did it in obedience and I put it on the side of the house. And this little old man came and took the loaf of bread. And the next day, the Lord said the same thing. And day after day, she did this. And this little old man faithfully came for one year and took this loaf of bread. And she did this in obedience. And it sounded crazy. So she thought she was just feeding this little old man. And she said, Lord, how much longer do I have to do this? He said, would you do it one more day? So faithfully, the little old man came and took the loaf of bread. Well, the day after, she gets a knock at the door. And it was her son who was estranged from her. And he sat at the table. And he said, Mom, I've been homeless. And this little old man would leave a loaf of bread by my box. And that's how I ate for a year. And she began to tell him the story. And he got wonderfully saved. She said, so step out with whatever crazy idea you have and just be obedient to the voice of God. So that is what gives me crazy faith. I'm done. I'm done. Oh yes. That, that is amazing. amazing. It impacted me a little bit. Don't know what that is. I apologize, everybody. Technical stuff, right? Oh my gosh, that was such a beautiful story. And you never forgot that, obviously. And I hope I don't think I'll ever forget it either. And I, I hope our viewers don't forget it either. That is so just step out, do the crazy. I mean, it, it, God, God wants us to rely on him. And when you take the first step, he'll give you the next step. If nothing's been happening, maybe it's because you haven't done what he previously put on your heart to do. As little or as big as it might seem, do it. Just do it. You know, that, that's wonderful. I love that story, Dana. So Dana, what if someone is watching or listening right now and they don't have any idea of what they should do? All they know is that they want to make an impact for the Lord, right? Where do you recommend that they start? Your testimony. Your testimony is the the best miracle that's ever happened in your life. You know, the word of God says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. So if you don't know where to begin, just start with that. And God is going to, through every trial, look for the goodness of God. Look for his goodness in the trial. Yeah. So if you want to make an impact for the kingdom of God and you have no idea where to start, I love that, Dana. Start with a testimony, right? What, what are, what, maybe it's a major testimony of some, you know, thing that God did and you know that it's, that it could only be God, right? Or maybe it's, again, maybe it's several things that God has done, but that is a great place to start. And then, you know, I would just add to that maybe and say, get alone with God, pad and paper, just God. And think about what are the things that, what are the desires in your heart? Because 
when you delight yourself in the Lord, right? The word of God says, God gives you the desires of your heart. It doesn't mean he's a genie and he's just going to give you whatever you want. No, when you delight in him, he's putting his desires in your heart that will then become your desires. So, yeah. right? It's, it's beautiful. Maybe you didn't think about writing a devotional, but he put it in your heart. And because you delight in him, you wanted to do it, right? Yeah. And another thing that's coming to my mind as you speak, Lisa, is as little girls or even young men, little men, um, God, little men, boys, young men, boys, um, they're little men. Um, I have grandchildren. I call them my little men. But anyway, whatever you were as a little girl, there were desires there. There were things I remember writing a little book. I got a B plus on it, and I was so excited. Who knew that that was going to be this, you know, those little things God puts in your heart, the treasures, they're there. Like begin to ask him, Lord, you know, I did this as a little girl and wow, it manifests as something big in the future. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Wow, it's so good. And how important is it, uh, Dana, to stay around like-minded people in the kingdom of God? Oh, it's so important. It's vitally important to stay connected to the body. We don't want to be disconnected to the body and we want to have the kingdom purpose. You know, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth that is in a heaven. And we need to honor one another and submit to one another and be patient and long suffering and forbearing and forgiving. We're family. And so it's so important not to be envious of each other's giftings, like someone's in the limelight and the one who's shy and behind the scenes. It is so, the whole body is important. So yes. That's we need so good. Yeah, that's so good. And you know something, I love what you said about not comparing ourselves. You know, the scripture says in the word of God, don't compare yourselves one to another. That's not wise because- yeah. Like you said, Dana, everybody, we all have different functions in the body. It's one body, right? Christ is the head, but we are his body. And we each have like the different parts that make up his body with him being our head. I love that. You know, so we each have our unique gifts and talents and, you know, and not only that, this just came to mind. When you lift up somebody else in the body of Christ, like Dana, you're amazing. I'm just saying, and I am not, that is not to puff you up. That is not to give, you know, glory, if you will, to a human being, but we give honor where honor is due, right? Promotion comes from the Lord and God will honor you, you know, before men, when you honor him and we want to be like our father. And when you honor someone else in the body of Christ, don't ever think it's Satan that tells you, oh, but that will make you look less than that is a deception. It makes you look better in the eyes of people when you lift someone else up because people are like, wow, they're a really nice person. They just edified and lifted up this other person. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It does the exact opposite of the lie that Satan would tell you that, you know, they're going to look better than you. So what? You know what I mean? It's no, we're all, we're all we need to lift each other up. And so what you shine when you help other people to shine. Okay. That's so Dana, we've got about five minutes left, but what should someone do when they hear 
the naysayers. Maybe it is a family member. You can't do that. You you want to write a book? You want to what? You want to, you can't do that. What, what experience have you had? What would you say to that? I did come against that. <laughs> um, and usually it's the closest people to you, but you just stay on track. You fix your eyes on Jesus. And, you know, we have to obey him no matter what. We That's give true. out to him. So you can do all things through Christ Jesus who gives you the strength. Be faithful. Love it. That's right. And scripture says in Isaiah 54, 17, that no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Right? Doesn't say the weapon won't be formed. It says it won't prosper. Right? And it also says, and you shall condemn every tongue that rises up against you. You have to condemn them. It doesn't mean that you that you're like you blast the person and you're just nasty to them. You do it the way God does it. But you speak the word of God because we know that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, mm, right? Glory to God. Dana, where can people purchase your book, Being Immersed in the Father's Love? I highly recommend it for, for everybody watching. You know, all you ladies out there, yeah. Where can they purchase the book? Uh, Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com. Look at the hands. What a beautiful cover that is. Isn't that gorgeous? I love it. So Barnes and Noble on Amazon.com. Dana, you also have a Facebook group that people can join called Dana Repetti. It's D-A-A. Actually, I'll put it up on the screen. That's Dana Repetti uh, dash Father's Love Devotional. So there's a Facebook group. It has over 200 uh, people in it, 200 women, I imagine, right? Um, Dana Repetti dash um, Father's Love Devotional, which has, you know, like I said, over 200 people in it. And can anyone join the group, Dana? Yes, anybody can join. Beautiful. So I encourage you to join the group. You know what? Maybe you're just looking for someone, you know, or new friends that are like-minded in the kingdom. This woman is amazing. And I happen to know some of the other women in that group as well. And they were just, they're on fire for the Lord. And they, you know, they'll help you get connected, get plugged in. It's fabulous. You'll have a whole new set of friends. It's fabulous. So Dana, you are such a tremendous blessing. And I would like you to ask, I would just like to ask you to pray for those who are watching now, for those who will watch the replay or listen, you know, in iTunes or, or YouTube. Maybe they're not sure of what God has for them and maybe they need wisdom in moving forward. And I just like to ask you to pray for those listening and watching right now and for those who will hear later. Okay. Heavenly Father, we just praise you and we glorify you because you are faithful. I thank you that for every viewer watching, you are going to give them wisdom. Your word says you will give it lavishly, Lord. So I pray for wisdom, revelation, direction. I pray for your Holy Spirit to give them a holy visitation, God, that you would remove any deception, anything that clouds them, Lord, and you would release victory and triumph for your kingdom in their life. Lord, equip them with every spiritual blessing that comes from above. You will do it in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm -hmm. Jesus name. Amen and amen. Dana, you are, again, I just, I love your spirit. I love what God is doing through you. 
And I know that there is a lot more to come with you. So remember, you can get Dana's book, Being Immersed in the Father's Love. You know, what I love about this book is it is full of declarations. A lot of times, you know, people are looking for uh, declarations that, and it's great because you can insert your name and you're speaking out the word of God in declaration. And so I just, I highly recommend it. Again, it's called Being Immersed immersed in the father's love by dana rapetti and again it's available on amazon if you're not sure who to spell dana's name well it's on the screen there for you um but dana i want to thank you again for joining us on the broadcast and i want to ask you the viewers if this has been a blessing tonight to you make sure that you share it on all your social media let others know that they can join a facebook group that will bless them these women are just phenomenal. So again, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. Dana, thank you so much for being our special guest tonight. And yeah. Thank and I you. just asked, yeah, I'm sorry, Dana. Did no, you I just want to thank you and say the Lord bless you richly and thank you. I'm honored to be here. Thank mm -hmm. you to everybody watching as well. You are a blessing. So thank you again for watching and please share this. Let's advance God's kingdom together and we'll see you next time. I'll see you next time on the Victorious Life TV broadcast and good night, everybody. God bless you.